2: Over the past 18 months, investors have poured billions of dollars into virtual care, care navigation, and other kinds of innovative digital healthcare companies. Many of these solutions are trying to get into the lucrative employer market that insures about half of Americans. But with startups like digital behavioral health company Lyra Health and digital musculoskeletal company Hinge Health and other large players like CVS and Amazon also selling these services to companies, they're just overwhelmed, says Elizabeth Mitchell. She's the CEO and president of the purchaser business group on health. It was formerly the Pacific business group on health. It helps some of the company's largest employers like Microsoft and Walmart with health benefits.
1: Employers are bombarded with these bright shiny objects and everybody says they have solved healthcare. Frankly, if all of these apps and tools did what they said they would do, healthcare would be free by now. So everyone is saying they're going to, you know, bend the cost curve and raise quality and improve experience. The problem is is they are typically just one small piece of the puzzle. And folks are trying to maximize (laughs) that piece, which unfortunately in total tends to create um, more confusion (laughs) because it's not integrated. It's not a holistic solution. And that just makes things more expensive and harder to manage.
2: During the pandemic, the numbers of Americans reporting depression and anxiety and other mental health conditions has been rising. And surveys show that employers are concerned about the mental health of their employees and are responding by adding behavioral health benefits. Mitchell says she's hearing that from her members as well.
1: I would say mental health is front and center. It is probably the area of the most concern that I hear about um, across all sectors, manufacturing, tech, retail mental health is just almost an emergency and there aren't good solutions out there. Uh, Ideally, it would be integrated into primary care. They want that integration because frankly, mental health care is primary care. There are some emerging vendors that are actually Doing a great job, and I think there's a lot of promise there, but it again has to be integrated.
2: The desire for integration is driving more consolidation in the industry. Ensure Cigna acquired telehealth provider MD Live, Teladoc acquired Labongo, and Grand Rounds and Doctor on Demand merged. The other challenge, Mitchell says, is that benefit managers are having to evaluate just how effective each of these individual solutions are.
1: Everyone says it's the best thing ever. So many of them are actually now turning to PBGH to help them meaningfully evaluate what are the clinical outcomes going to be? What is actual employee experience going to be? Could you please evaluate with clinical experts in these fields the effectiveness and the efficacy of the solution? So we have done that for several um, priority areas like adolescent mental health or MSK, we hear from them what their top concerns are. Um, not really a surprise. It's, it's typically the most expensive, um, or just the areas of the most unmet need, like mental health. And we carefully vet the top providers, uh, our top you know suppliers of those products, and. We've had over 81% of our membership say they are going to use those evaluations in vendor selection. So they need that help. They're not getting it from, from the others that they typically turn to.
2: PBGH has lobbied on behalf of employers at the federal level to tackle the high cost of coverage and market consolidation. But Mitchell says evaluating these vendors is something
1: new. We started about a year, year and a half ago. Um, in large part due to employer demand. <laughs> they don't have the bandwidth to evaluate all of these new products. And what we hear from them most consistently is how do we integrate this? How do we make this a holistic solution? Because if they have, you know, let's say, the coolest telehealth service ever, but it's not connected to anything else, it doesn't help. And frankly, it is, telehealth is a great example of a service that is needed and valued, but if it's not integrated, it drives up costs and increases fragmentation. The other thing that we're doing, particularly around telehealth, is that we have developed measures of quality and experience for telehealth that frankly, very few people are using yet. (laughs) That matters to employers. They want to make sure that if their employees use a service, they're gonna have an excellent experience and it will actually lead to better outcomes.
2: Most of the members of PBGH are large, multi-state employers, for example, Walmart and Boeing. And Mitchell says benefits managers are struggling to turn to a different vendor for each disease or health need. So they're turning to PBGH to integrate these services for them.
1: Well, right now, there's not a lot of fully integrated solutions out there. And that's one of the things that they have asked us to do on their behalf So for example, one of our Jumbo members has asked us to basically manage the continuum in one region, oversee the primary care vendor, oversee the care navigation tools, integrate those. So that is, I think, um, a sign of what's to come because again, (laughs) these are small benefits teams being asked to manage increasingly complex um, <laughs> solutions. And again, they had, you know, always turned to their health plans to do this, to integrate, but it just hasn't shown the results that they're looking for. So there is certainly an openness to innovation, uh, eagerness for innovation. They, they want better options, but it has to be something that they can implement. And keep in mind that our members are almost all multi-state. So we have some like CalPERS that are, you know, just in one state but they need solutions that will transfer um, nationally.
2: PBGH does regular surveys with large employers about coverage and costs. Unsurprisingly, growing benefit costs have been a consistent problem for years. Last year, more than 80% of executives surveyed said that they believe the cost of providing benefits to employees is rising at such a rate that it will become unsustainable in the next five to 10 years. And all of these new services that vendors are selling is only likely driving up the costs further, says Mitchell.
1: The C-suite leaders of these jumbo employers are just saying this, is, this doesn't make sense. And it's only getting worse. We had an opportunity post-COVID to really rethink healthcare care delivery in the U.S. And we saw major failings exposed, access, equity, you know, all sorts of things. And yet what we're seeing from most of the industry is sort of a doubling down on the business practices that got us where we are in the first place. And we're seeing sustained threats to primary care. Our members understand that primary care is the the foundation of a high value system. They want to invest in and pay differently for primary care, but it has to be primary care that's integrated with behavioral health, that's holistic, that's accessible 24-7. It has to actually meet the employee needs. So they're willing to pay for those high-value services, but right now the system just seems to be going in the wrong direction.
2: That was Elizabeth Mitchell, CEO and President of the Purchaser Business Group on Health. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.
0: Hold up. What was that?